once they give you money, you give them something. And my strategy for onboarding is giving them a roadmap to their success. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into Nodes of Design. To help support our mission, spread knowledge, and knowledge should not be hidden behind paywalls, we have Eric on our show today. Eric is a sales coach and he's owner of Zen Monster, where they've been shaping a lot of creatives on sales strategies and how to get empower in terms of sales. On today's episode, Eric has dropped a lot of value bomb in terms of how to do client onboarding, what are the various process one can do client acquisition and various terms related to sales like what is CAC and how to maintain your annual balance, which is very important for freelancers where the business is on and off frequently. So stay tuned and happy designing everyone. Hello, Eric. Welcome to Nodes of Design. I'm super happy to host you today on our episode. Hey, Tej. It's nice to finally meet you, and I really appreciate you having me on the show today. So, Eric, like, if you could give a small description about you to our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. So, my name is Eric. My business is Gen Monster, and what I am is I'm a sales coach that helps service-based creatives, such as photographers, designers, and videographers, embrace the sales side of their business so that they can win good clients of their dreams. I help them find their unique approach and then create protocols around that and also create a strategy and a way to pitch themselves so that it attracts their dream client, but then also gives them a guide to closing business without that stress of having to ask yourself, what do I do next? Because no one likes that added stress when you're trying to close a client and you're like two inches away from doing it, but you just don't know where to go next. So I am that coach that helps guide that individual, whether it's from various phone calls uh, before they have that conversation with the client or just helping them build that email process to acquire that client. Now, right now, I'm actually at a bit of a pivot point in my career because as you know, on Instagram, uh, got a lot of hype because of my carousel posts. So people are reaching out via um, Instagram about how to design. So I'm in that point of discovery and trying to find that cozy spot between design and sales so that I can just kind of like cozy up in there with a warm blanket and call that place my own. Wow, Eric, that was quite a hard description. (laughs) Yeah, so as like, I would like to thank you once again, Eric, for coming and helping us join the movement spread knowledge absolutely thank you so much for having me i this is a party i'm excited thank you so much so on today's episode we're going to discuss about uh, client acquisition as you're a master sales coach i have a few questions for you mm-hmm. what is client acquisition exactly or how important is it for a designer to grow so client acquisition in itself is a series of events that leads up to winning a client for your business Um, As far as the importance of it, it's very, very important because without having some type of process, you don't have clarity on how you're going to acquire business for yourself. And without that clarity, it's this unknown thing of when you're going to get your next client. So the process itself is very beneficial to have mapped out 
And the way you want to look at it is just finding that roadmap and sticking with it, sticking with what works, finding that approach and sticking with what works with that approach. Super awesome, Eric. As you mentioned, there's a strategy. So what are your ways or methods or techniques that you do to onboard a client? Okay. So acquiring a a client and onboarding are two different concepts, but they marry so well together that they should work together like in harmony. So acquisition, a strategy is to figure out where your client lives and where they hang out. Um, If you're a videographer or a photographer or a designer, um, understanding who your client is and where they spend most of their time will help you find the best method to reaching out to them. So let's say you're a photographer or a graphic designer or even um, a web designer and you're trying to reach out to agencies. Most agencies are big you know, companies and you're trying to get to the particular person who makes the decision and curates, you know, that art to put together for a client. Your strategy will be to find that individual. But if you're working with, find that individual and connect, connecting with them uh, via email and phone call. However, if you're reaching out to someone who's like an end client, then maybe finding the social media platform that they, they work and play on or the email that they uh, use and reaching out to them that way. The best strategy is this value ask strategy. So you're giving value, you're giving them a reason to want to connect with you and then you ask for the next step. So whether that next step is introducing yourself, giving them something and then asking for a phone call and then onboarding is that payoff. So once you acquire a, cus- a client, they've given you money, right? They've given you their trust and they've given you the opportunity to make their life better in some aspect. Onboarding is that confirmation. It's basically the other side of the handshake. So without an onboarding process, they, they give you your money and then you're like, okay, well, I'll work for like, I'll get you your stuff in XYZ days, right? And then they don't hear from you. Onboarding is being able to basically, once they give you money, you give them something. And my strategy for onboarding is giving them a roadmap to their success. So it's basically having that conversation and telling them what's gonna happen next so that they don't feel like their investment wasn't worth it. They wanna feel like their investment was worth it. And onboarding is the difference between giving them an end product and giving them an experience. Thanks, Eric. That was beautifully explained by you. How to pitch effectively to maintain that long-lasting relationship with the client? So um, pitching effectively starts with having, like building a strong relationship in the forefront of actually closing the client. I would like to use you and me as an example, actually. So when we first connected with each other, uh, I think you shared one of my stories and then gave me a follow and I followed you back and then we connected and talked um, on Instagram Messenger and had a conversation. You didn't try to pitch me anything. You didn't be like, you didn't take me from sharing my story to then being like, hey, be on my podcast. That would be a huge jump, right? That way, that like a huge jump and then having someone commit to that jump doesn't feel good to the client because that payback better be worth it. However, when you 
build a relationship and you and I have talked several times and we're just getting to know each other and we understand that there's something mutually there that's beneficial, but we're not trying to pitch each other. And then at one moment, then you're just like, hey, I really like what you said here. Why don't you come on the podcast? That's a different experience. I was like, that is awesome. How to pitch effectively and build a long lasting relationship is understanding that value. Um, just being a decent person is way better than trying to pitch your product as it is, right? I've, I've lost more business and gain more business from just like I've lost business trying to pitch too quickly. And I've gained a lot of business by telling someone that maybe we're not a good fit. Because then when we become a good fit, then they know when that that moment is. So it's just knowing that the value that you offer is worth it to the client and finding that moment and building a relationship that is able to communicate that to the both of you. Super awesome, Eric. That Instagram example was really touching. You. <laughs> well, you did it well. You yeah. did it well. Thank you. Thank you. I heard this term called a CAC. So what is CAC and how to measure it? What's the best way to implement CAC? Absolutely. So this is the time that uh, your audience, if they're listening, I want them to bust out like a pen and paper because we're going to get, we're going to get, but not really good with words. We're just going to get mathematical. But uh, CAC is client acquisition cost, and it's basically understanding how much money is spent per client you acquire. So from a business sense, it's basically the total marketing cost plus the total sales cost divided by the number of clients that you have acquired. And this is not just marketing costs from a of like programs, but it's also number of employees, their time. How much does an employee cost? Now for the people who are listening, we're, we're basically, I'm assuming we're all just one individual running a business, but you still need to look at it as a business. So uh, it would be the amount of time that you spend prospecting your hourly worth. Let's say that you spend, let's say 15 hours a week prospecting and reaching out to new clients. And let's say your hourly worth is about $200 US dollars an hour. So that is about $3,000, right? Add that to your monthly expenses. Think about your Adobe products, your management systems, your healthcare, right? The things that you're basically paying yourself to keep yourself like afloat, like the things that you're using and the way that you have to um, so whatever that is, I, I, let's just assume it's another three grand, right? So in total, you spent for the month six grand between your time, the systems and the things that you use for your business. Now within that time, let's say that you, uh, within 15 hours of prospecting, you acquire and close five clients that month. That means that your um, CAC, your cost of acquisition or client acquisition cost is $1,200 per client. So that is a good thing to know because then it also makes sure that you are charging correctly. It like you need to understand that the amount of time that you spend on a project is more than just the amount of time that you spend on a project. It's acquiring for that project. Where people come into um, not a great situation is when the amount that they spend acquiring a client becomes more than they get from the client. And that's when you look at your strategy and figure out where you're getting most of your clients from 
and then working on the other pieces that are not working to optimize that, you know, change that calculation to the positive. I always recommend that you do this monthly, but then every year add all that together and do it on a year yearly basis because things change. You know, there's good months, there's great months, and then there's terrible months. <laughs> and sometimes those terrible months are just you reaching out to people and hearing crickets. Cool. But those seeds that you plant then will pay off, you know, months later. So to be able to see that, sometimes you have to look at the bigger picture. And that's really the strategy between, behind like customer or, or client acquisition cost, which is CAC. Thank you so much, uh, Eric. Like you made it really clean with all the math and stuff involved though. And I'll tell you, I'm terrible at math. So if I can do it, you can do it too. Everyone can do it who's listening. Yeah. And it will help a lot of freelancers and uh, young beginners to how to effectively charge. Oh, absolutely. So on a closing note, Eric, like if you want to suggest any of your favorite read to our listeners. Yeah. So I have a book that deeply impacted the way that I looked at sales. It's called Selling to Zebras. It's a book um, about um, basically closing business at a higher rate because you are identifying your true client, the person who is always going to uh, purchase versus someone else. And then effectively marketing, only reaching out to those types of people. And that term comes from lions who are hunting in the wild and lions who don't know that zebras are the easiest for them to kill and eat, spend more time trying to hunt other things like buffalo and, you know, uh, other (laughs) animals in the wild. But um, once they find out that it's easier to acquire a zebra then they spend all their time on a zebra because it has the, the biggest payout. So the book is called Selling to Zebras and it's by Jeff Kozer and Chad Kozer. Thank you so much, Eric, for sharing such detailed knowledge on that book. That's it, Eric. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I want to thank you so much, Tej, for, for creating this show to inspire people and to have me on this show because it's an amazing thing. Like this is like I said before to you earlier, this is an honor to be chosen to be uh, spending time with you today. So thank you. With that audience, I'll be dropping footnote links, Gen Monster, where Eric helps a lot of designers achieve sales. So you can always throw in his queries and also I'll be dropping his Instagram, the footnotes. So do check that out and happy designing everyone. Yeah, happy designing.